Welcome to Good News. I'm Joey. And I'm Amanda. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, everyone. I hope you had an awesome weekend. And for those that celebrate Valentine's, I hope you had a nice Valentine's Day. We'll be talking a little Valentine's Day today. Oh. It's a little bit involved in the good news. Okay. Before we get to the good news, though, we have to talk about the weekly challenges because we missed it last week. You did. So give us a quick update on how your last week was. And what you're doing right now. Um, Last week was great. I haven't missed one day for the writing a journal a night and leaving my phone in the other room. And what's come with that is some weird, I don't know why, I've been making the bed every morning. I don't know what that has to do with it. It wasn't part of the challenge, but I haven't missed the bed, making the bed every morning. Um, So that's a great bonus. And I will say writing in the journal sometimes gets a little hard, especially when Joey falls asleep first and I don't want to bother him by turning the light on. So I'll take the journal into the studio or into the bathroom or like living room or somewhere, write in it and then go to sleep. Amazing. You're doing great. Thanks. I am not doing great. (laughs) I sort of tapered off. Tapered? Yeah. That's the word. I sort of tapered off at the end of the week last week and missed my challenges. So this week, this next week, up until Wednesday, I'm going to be doing the same challenge again. I'm not going to add more until I get this one right and I get this down. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, I truly think tomorrow is going to help because we are doing... Marie Kondo book cleanse tomorrow. We are. And I cannot I, wait. I can't wait. I feel we have like thousands of books here. And I feel like I'm going to from the books I feel like from the books I save, I'm gonna feel very inspired to read, you know, those books and those plays that I come across that I find. I, I feel it. I just know it. Yeah. So I feel like it's gonna spark a whole new inspiration. Well, we will see how many you get rid of. <laughs> Joey has a little bit more of a of <laughs> Of uh, how many, it's a little harder for him to get rid of things. That's true. Yeah, That's but true. you're doing so good. Yeah, compared th- to when we first met. Okay. Anyway, I got some good news for you. What's the good news? I got some good news for you and for all of you to start your week. You ready? Yes. Really quickly though. Oh yeah. I feel like we just cut off on this challenges talk. This Wednesday, we will talk about our new challenges. Yes. And we're jumping back on the weekly challenge, Sorry, sharing so it I, with you guys. I'm still, yeah. I'm, I'm, we're still, at least I'm still doing it behind closed doors and I forgot to talk about it last Wednesday, but this Wednesday we'll dive deep and we're going to come up with new challenges or at least I'm going to come up with another challenge. To yeah. Add. Sorry if I wasn't clear. I, uh, what we just talked about that we were supposed to talk about that on Wednesday. This was just a quick recap of that. Good news. Yes. So Friday was Valentine's Day, uh, even though to me every day is Valentine's Day. But I do understand that it is an amazing day to share your love with the people and the person that you love. It's also a very tough day for people who have lost their significant others or loved ones. Mm-hmm. However, in Spokane, Washington, 29-year-old Seth Stewart is making sure single widows and military spouses who will not be receiving roses from loved ones still receive roses on Valentine's Day. Seth and his brothers have been delivering roses to local widows and military spouses every Valentine's Day for the past eight years. Wow. Seth keeps a list of all the women and mothers in his area who he delivers to every year. And in the weeks leading up to Valentine's Day, he posts on Facebook asking for people to send him additional names of women that may be in need of some 
you know, gift loving on Valentine's Day for the upcoming year. Oh, that's so nice. They say they generally deliver between 400 to 500 free roses every year with the help of a delivery driving team. But this year was different. They opened it up and expanded their service, delivering over 700 roses to women across the region. And next year, they want to go even bigger and wider. If you would like to nominate someone to receive a rose next Valentine's Day, you can send Seth a message through his Rose Rush Facebook page. Just search Rose Rush on Facebook to find the page. That's so nice. It's an amazing story. Great work, Seth. Yeah, that is so sweet. Every year for the past eight years. Wow. I got another Valentine's Day themed story (laughs) for you. What is it? In Germany... There's a tree that is helping people find their soulmates. Do you know about this? No. Okay. It's called the bridegroom oak tree. And it is fabled to have a history helping people find true love. Okay. It all started in 1890 when a couple used a hole in the tree to exchange notes with one another. So in 1890, a couple would, one would leave a note in the hole. Uh The other would come take it, read it write a new note, put it in the hole, and so on and so on. That's so cute. And it was this romantic tale about these two lovebirds. And their love story sparked others to leave their own love notes and letters in that tree for their partners to retrieve or future potential partners. Mm. So the tree was given its own postal address in 1927 and still to this day receives about 1,000 letters per year. Wow. So people visit the tree read and take home letters that look interesting to them and they become pen pals with the writer or in some cases married to oh my goodness this sounds like a great movie right Uh uh-huh the bridegroom tree the oak tree the old oak tree (laughs) terrible (laughs) you know some people use tinder or bumble some people go out to bars or clubs and some people get introduced by family or friends. And some people write a love letter and put it in a tree. That's my favorite so far. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. (laughs) That is great. Isn't that great? Yeah. That's that's a a real thing. That's a great story. That really is happening. Right now. Yeah. Somebody's reading it right now. Reading the letter. Somebody's leaving the tree right now with a letter in their hand. They're going to go read it and write back to the person. That's unbelievable. That is. Okay. Very, very romantic. What about like lovebirds? Nope, terrible. Well, I have one last Valentine's Day story. Let's hear it. I love stories about love. This is a good one. So, <laughs> <laughs> your vo- your tone cracks me up. Okay. So, William White mm-hmm. and his wife never really did anything special on Valentine's Day. They were married for 42 years. And they never exchanged gifts, cards, nothing. Mm -hmm. William White is now 104 years old. Whoa. And an awarded Purple Heart veteran who lives in a assisted living facility in Stockton, California. And people there love this guy. They love, he's like the most popular guy there. Well, one of the other residents found out that he never celebrated Valentine's Day with his wife, who has since passed away, Mm. and decided he would organize a little mission for the veteran called Operation Valentine. The goal Mm -hmm. was to 
have friends, family, and strangers send at least 100 Valentine's Day cards to William White. Whoa. That's a lot. I would say mission accomplished. Because William White received over 70,000 love letters, cards, and well wishes from people across the world. Oh, my gosh. Unfreaking. Believable. That is so many cars. That is so nice. <laughs> no, don't know where he's going to put everything, but very happy for him and for the community there. And great <laughs> job by the resident of putting the blast out on social media. Yeah, that is so sweet. We just finished decluttering um, our books today. They take up a lot of room and it was only 40 books. So I can't even imagine 70,000 cards. Over 70,000 cards. Yeah. Amazing. So nice. Great story and uh, <laughs> ready to move on. Actually, I have a story for you. Whoa! <laughs> I just saw this and I thought it was so cute. Okay. Um, it's about a couple, uh-huh. Dustin and Karen Moore, who are on a flight from Colorado to California with their newborn baby. Mm-hmm. They actually had just adopted the baby, so emotions and tensions were high on the plane. And they've actually, they were trying to become parents for nine years. So, I mean, of course, when you adopt a baby, it's a big deal. But this After everything they've been through, this is unbelievable. Okay. Yeah. So the baby woke up in mid-flight. Also, sorry. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. No, it's fine. So their first task as new parents is to bring this baby on a flight? Yes. Unbelievable. Yeah. Good start. So the baby woke up in mid-flight okay. in need of a diaper change, and the di- and the diaper attendant <laughs> and the flight attendant uh-huh. cleared a space. They for the- should have a diaper attendant, though. I mean, that's please keep going. <laughs> maybe so in, sorry. Maybe in a private plane. Yeah, okay. So the flight attendant cleared a space for the couple in the back of the plane. Uh-huh. The flight attendant complimented the baby and made small talk with the parents, which resulted in her finding out that they had just adopted this baby. Uh, okay. So 10 minutes after they went back to their seats, there was an announcement made on the plane's intercom letting the passengers know that they had a special guest on the plane, which was a newly adopted baby. Uh. The flight attendant on the intercom continued by saying that the flight crew would pass out pens and napkins for passengers to offer advice or words of encouragement to the new parents, which is so cute. The crew then gathered the napkins and read a few of their favorites on the intercom. After the cheers started calming down for favorites like make time for date night, the two flight attendants gave the parents a bundle of napkins and a special set of pilot wings for the baby passenger. Oh, a little pre-flight spontaneous baby shower going on here. Yeah, it was so sweet. And then um, once I was reading this story, Mm. I also found out that both flight attendants were actually married. To each other. Yeah, they were married to each other. And someone gifted them with a similar act of kindness on their honeymoon flight. Oh, So they're just passing it on. So on their honeymoon flight, a flight attendant... Yeah, probably made them feel really special. And it was just like... It's kind of like a... So they had a wedding shower on their flight. And then they threw a baby shower on the flight that they were working on. That's a great story. so sweet. I can't help but think like those napkins. (laughs) (laughs) Think about the dirty napkins that people wrote. Wait, is that what you're saying? I'm just thinking like they have a newborn baby. Everything has to be extra clean. All of a sudden it's like, here, there's 30 napkins by 30 different people that have been like, you know what I mean? Totally. Am I just being too much of a clean freak? Absolutely not. I know exactly what you mean. They're on the trays. 
yeah. side down. Yeah. And then they get folded up and handed to the parents. Yeah, so many hands. Yeah. But I hope that baby's okay. <laughs> I think the baby's fine. I'm just saying, you know, I'm going to go actually in 10 days, in yeah. nine days, I'm going to, I'm leaving to DC to go visit my best friend and her newborn baby. And she's like, you can't come visit me unless you've taken this shot and this shot. Yeah. And like, you know, all the, you don't know if all these people on the plane got those shots. Right. So that's what I was thinking. I'm going to say they didn't. Yeah, probably not. Well, <laughs> so, but so it doesn't come out of nowhere. It's, right. it's uh, you know, right. it makes sense. Right. Also, yeah. before we finish up, is this the last story? That, that's the last story. Oh. Well, I, I had one more. Okay. Was well, before you go with your one more, I have okay. one more thing to say. Oh. Australia's fires are done for. There are still some small fires that are going on, but they are completely contained. There is no risk of those spreading. That's awesome. And thank you to all of you guys that um, helped me raise money for the charities in Australia, like the Red Cross and yeah. the um, Victoria Fund. Actually, my last story has to do with all of you, the listeners. Oh. Would you like to know my last story? Mm-hmm. It's a little what bit schmaltzy. What is that? Schmaltzy? Yeah. It, uh, overly sentimental. Mm-hmm. A little emotional. Because I, I, I know you say like, shm- like you have schmutz on your face. It's not schmutzy. My last bit of good news for you is that we have the most supportive and fun and loving and positive and just awesome podcast community. And you're looking at me like this is terrible. So I'm going to That was going to burp. Oh, God. Sorry. <laughs> no, I was going to burp. I love everybody. I love you guys. <laughs> Sorry. You're looking at me like, what are you saying? What are you doing? No, no, no. What are you doing? I was gearing up for like a really good burp. Now that burp. I know that, that makes total sense because that was I have to burp face. <laughs> that was definitely I have to burp face. But, but it went away. By the way, if you have to burp, you just let it rip. No, 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 no. That's so rude. Um, you guys are awesome. I agree with Joey. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. And I hope you don't get tired of us telling us how much we love you and how thankful we are because we're going to do it every single time. Yeah. And I, yeah, I think that what sparked this was uh, just the messages from people on Instagram, on the Instagram page. Yeah. It just, it makes, I turn into like a little kid when I read those messages. I run in and show you. I'm like, look, look what somebody wrote. This is so nice. And I yeah. read it to you. Yeah, And we yeah, just yeah. like, we like hug. We're like, that's the nicest thing ever. I know. You guys are amazing. So thank you so much for that. We appreciate you. And I hope you have a lovely, lovely, lovely week. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see you guys on Wednesday. We will. A couple days, two days. It's nothing. And Wednesday, we're going to talk about decluttering that's yes i it's crazy to to say this because (laughs) i'm always thinking about art it's Mm -hmm. usually what my brain is always thinking about Mm -hmm. as far back as i can think of Mm -hmm. but i have been thinking about decluttering more than i have been thinking about art lately which is really weird well you've been listening to an audiobook about it yeah many of them yeah i was about to say i actually it's something that it's a long time coming we'll talk about it on wednesday Mm -hmm. Like, this goes back to my childhood. Like, I was a hoarder. I didn't know I was a hoarder because you don't really know you're a hoarder until you're kind of out of it. You didn't even know what that meant. You didn't even know. I didn't even know the word. You're right. I didn't. Um, But I have read The Hoarder Inside You or The Hoarder in You or something like that. That's Mm -hmm. the title. Mm -hmm. I read The Minimalist. I've read The Mary Kondo, The Magic of Tidying Up Mm -hmm. about at least three times. And (laughs) now I'm almost done with the book. Um... 
decluttering at the speed of life. So four books and they have helped so much. Mm -hmm. So after, I mean, this is like how many hours, countless hours of really studying decluttering. I feel like this next podcast episode is going to be really fun for anybody that needs help because I'm going to kind of do like, um, what do you call it? Spark notes, like spark notes kind of. Um, there's so many different ways to declutter and everybody has a different method. So you kind of just have to do what's right for you. Yeah. But it's like a little bit of mind tricks, but I never thought in a million years I would truly enjoy cleaning. Mm -hmm. And, um, but it's, you get in like a zone. I love it. You get like, it's so weird. You're like unstoppable when you start, when you get into cleaning mode nothing can get in your way yeah it's so it's so (laughs) weird it's so weird because like oh so much of my life i've like dreaded it like like my closet was so filled with junk it was just filled it just it was just junk yeah oh my gosh i would sleep with so much stuff on my it's just thinking about this is like grossing me out but growing up as far like even like college days like high school i would sleep with so much stuff on my bed that i didn't have room to sleep so when i had to sleep i had to move all of the stuff and put it on the floor and it was like oh like back and forth right there's no such thing as like making the bed right but oh my god you make it every day it was really bad but anyways we'll get in depth yep next wednesday and i'm i'm somebody who has trouble getting rid of things yeah uh, it's hard for me to get rid of uh, a shirt that I haven't worn in 13 years. Yeah. But you have inspired me and you have like really taught me how to do this. <laughs> so how weird good am you. I doing? You're doing so good. Like, We're come both, on. It's really contagious. Yeah. Is it contagious? Because I don't tell Joey like, oh, pick something up or like, I never tell you like no. clean or pick something up or nothing. Nope. I'll literally just clean what I need to clean, but it just, you get kind of like a, con- it's contagious. I, I, you've started that. <laughs> there's like, there's no pressure. My closet has never looked like this but for this long. It feels so good. Mine either. It's amazing. It's been over, I would say two years that my closet has been color coordinated. Thank you for bringing this into our lives. <laughs> of course. Do you remember when you met me? Can yeah, I? Can yeah, it I, was bad. I love you so much. Your apartment for, was I, chaos. And you were, Do you remember your table? Yeah, you were so nice about it. Oh my gosh. I need to post this photo. Actually, <laughs> there is one photo where... My table had so much. I'm talking about over a hundred things on yeah. it. So to eat, we had to move things. Yeah. I will also say back then I did not have a studio. So it was my only place where I would create art also. Right. But I mean, still. So we'd have to move things and, and we barely had like arm room to actually eat. And Joey would be so sweet about it. He was like, no, it's great. I love it. I love it. It's, I'm all tucked it's, in. It's the homey feel. Yeah. You it's cozy never, in here in between all this garbage. You, ne- <laughs> you never made me feel bad about it. No. Which actually, ironically, is what made me kind of like... I don't know. It was like, it, it was something that I realized by myself. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm so passionate about this that I can't stop talking. So I'm going to stop here and on okay. Wednesday we'll dive deep into decluttering. I can't wait. And we're going to give our, we're going to do a, a Marie Kondo book cleanse. So we'll talk about that mm-hmm. and uh, talk about like the closet cleanse that I've done and that you've done too. Yeah. So I've given away probably half of my clothes. Yeah. In the past year. And we only have clothes that we absolutely love. Yeah. Which feels so nice. It's great. All right. That's it. 
That's all we're going to yes, talk yes, about. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So we're going so to talk about that, and we'll do all the challenge mm. stuff on Wednesday. Yeah, I still have both challenges that I'm working on, and I already have an idea for my third challenge, and we'll talk about it next week. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to have to need a calendar to start um, keeping track of all of these. But We got a calendar right there. Yeah, I have one in the studio, too. Oh. <laughs> I have my own w- calendar. Wow. <laughs> thank you so much, everybody, and thank you... So much. Putting you. you. Thank you for. Me. Yes. For finding all this great news to share with all of us. For making our day. Okay. That's it. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Have a great rest of your day. Night. Evening. Morning. Morning. Midnight. If you wake up in the middle of the night. Commute. All right. Now we're lingering. Bye. Bye. a award he's an award uh, he's a purple heart award he's an awarded he's an awarded purple heart veteran he's an awarded he's an awarded (laughs) 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 planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.